0: Another one-goal win for the Minnesota Wild as they beat Vancouver 2-1. We'll talk about Marcus Johansson's Wild debut, Marc-Andre Fleury, and more on tonight's Locked on Wild Postcast. You are Locked on Wild Postcast, part of Locked on Sports Minnesota, your team every day. Minnesota Wild pick up a 2-1 to win over the Vancouver Canucks. The 22nd time that the Minnesota Wild have held a team under two goals so far this year. And tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast is officially underway. It really was a lot like most of the games that we've seen for the Minnesota Wild this year is Kirill Kaprizov scores twice, the Wilds... Underlying numbers look good, but still just not a lot in the way of goals outside of Kirill Kaprizov. And Marc-Andre Fleury had a good night. It is a Vancouver team. I think you feel a little better about like a 3 or 4 to 1 win in this case. But again... That has not been the wild this year. And so it's it's progress, I guess, but here's here's where I'm at with the wild this season. And I'm just gonna just I'm just gonna put this out there. Is I, I get that the peripheral numbers, the underlying numbers, the possession numbers look really good and are starting to make progress. But at some point, you got to just start putting the puck in the net. And it's irritating to see a situation to do so, in particular on that five-on-three that the Wild had for almost two full minutes in which they were not able to score a goal that could have really put this game out out of reach for a Vancouver team that is... Closer to uh, tanking for Connor Bedard than they are to, well, at this point they're pretty much mathematically out of the postseason, and so I don't know. It just I'm I'm at the point where it's like yes, we continue to see good things being done by these lines, but people aren't scoring. Matt Boldy, it, perfect indication of how things are going for him so far this season. Missed the net with the empty net, and with how many games it's been since he has scored a goal, that just is a perfect summation of kind of where things are at with him. And I'm going to um, I'm going to go to the peripheral numbers here just to try to kind of help put things in perspective. So the Kaprizov line. Kaprizov, Hartman, and Zuccarello. They had a Corsi 4 percentage of 89%, which is absurdly good. And expected goals 4 percentage of 91%. They did score two goals, uh, courtesy of Kirill Kaprizov. And so I think that those are numbers, those are good numbers. The fact that the expected goals against was point zero seven is an indication that they were really good um, defensively as well and in terms of just keeping the puck away from Vancouver. Second line, their Corsi 4 percentage was 71%. Expected goals 4 percentage, 80%. But again, that line didn't score. And so, yes, you can applaud the progress that we're seeing. Um, and honestly, Marcus Johansson, you know, the, the numbers for him look fine. So maybe it does end up working that he gets plugged into that line and helps get Matt Boldy and uh, Jewel Eriksson going. But I guess I'm a little tense. I'm a little frustrated at the guy that, we, th- that this show had been just banging the drum for, and I know there was an interest. Ask Michael Russo on Twitter tonight just why there didn't seem to be any sort of check-in on a guy like Max Domi to help this team. And Russo's response was that Bill Guerin just doesn't seem to be a fan of his. Well, the Dallas Stars just added Domi for a 2025 second-round pick. They took on Anton Kudobin's contract from Dallas to make the money work. And because of that, the Blackhawks sent a uh, lower-level prospect along with. And... (sighs) I just look at it as there is a sizable difference between the type of player that Max Domi is for a 2025 second-round pick and the type of player that Marcus Johansson is for a 2025 third-round pick. I just am always going to look at that and be a little frustrated. But this team, just they just continue to find ways to get it done. We keep saying, is this sustainable? One run or one goal games, are they going to be able to? It's like the Vikings. You have all these one score games. Are you going to be able to keep that up? And then what happened come playoff time? They end up getting beat by the New York Giants. Things go wrong for the offense. Defense can't make any stops. And so. We've got one more day before the trade deadline. Well, trade deadline tomorrow at uh, 2 p.m. Central. So maybe Bill Guerin makes a move to just shuffle a few more things. But honestly, with kind of the way that today went, I'm more inclined to believe that we're done. I think the Wild are probably done in the trade department because – There are signs of a pulse from Jordan Greenway. Matt Dumba has been playing better, which I think is going to lead to those guys being taken off the table to help with this playoff push, because this team just keeps winning. Despite how things look, despite the lack of goals, this team just continues to win. They are keeping up with Dallas. They've put themselves nine points clear of the Calgary Flames with an opportunity to really put some ice on them with these next two games coming up. And so I had visions of the trade deadline going a little different way, but they just keep winning. They just keep winning despite the odds, and it's the same formula pretty much every game. Solid goaltending. Marc-Andre Fleury was was good in this one tonight. They do enough. The penalty kill, there were a couple of penalties in this one tonight, and I know the penalty kill did get scored on, but you weren't going to go the rest of the season without giving up a power play goal. And so uh, that, that part didn't even really bother me that much. But it's a tight game, good goaltending, Special teams, although we're going to talk about the power play uh, when we come back because that just was was frustrating too. And so I'm sitting here after a 2-1 win and just like this is, I think, one of the few times that you have seen the team do this where they mostly dominated play and yet – It's a one-goal game then uh, against a team that you probably should have beaten by more. But I'm not going to beleaguer that point into oblivion um, because, again, they did win. So we'll talk about the power play. We'll take a little bit of a look ahead as to what's coming up next as we continue tonight's Locked on Wild postcast after a word from our sponsors. Tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast is brought to you by the official sports betting partner of Lockdown. That, of course, is FanDuel Sportsbook. The midway point has passed us by for the NHL season, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to who's scoring the goals. If you took Kirill Kaprizov, you probably did all right. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash lockedon. That's fanduel.com slash to learn more. Make every moment more with Fanduel, an official sports betting partner of Locked On. No matter how the game last night went, anytime you take the field, you've got a shot with greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process, find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your post at Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash locked on to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Continuing tonight's Locked on Wild postcast, the Minnesota Wild pick up a 2-1 to win over the Vancouver Canucks. They keep pace with the Dallas Stars. They're currently three points back. Calgary lost again, and they will be a team that uh, is really looking to try to get something to save their season when they host the Minnesota Wild on Saturday night. And uh, for the Flames, just cannot um, – they just can't get really any sort of traction Um This season, it seems like they take one or two steps forward, three steps back. But before we talk about the flames, the power play, the wild had a five on three in this game. And this is not a new problem for this team. There is just a tendency to not shoot the puck and to instead work the puck around the perimeter, trying to set up for the perfect opportunity. There were a couple of times in which Thatcher Demko had been pulled out of position in the net, and instead of guys just letting it rip at the open side of the net, you have passes to the covered side. And so I think part of the problem with this team's scoring this year has come not only from the tendency to overpass, but also just the shot angles and shot types. I mean, how many times have we seen players on shorthanded opportunities or on breakaway opportunities this year fire the puck right at the midsection of the goalie? And this is – I'm putting myself out on a limb here because I never never played – And so the logic could be completely different than what I'm about to say. I understand if you're trying to slip one through the five hole, but going to the net with the goalie straight on and hitting him right in the midsection just doesn't seem like a solid plan for coming away with a goal in those opportunities. Like, wouldn't you want to try... To go side to side, or or something along those lines, or if you have a goalie in net, shoot a little higher. We see the opponents of the Wilds do this plenty, where they're shooting up high, and they're able to get one past. Again, I understand if you see the goalie has the five hole open, Kirill Kaprizov does that plenty. Just just take that opportunity if it's there, but you know with. with the opportunity there with nobody stepping up to defend or pursuing, it just seems like the shots are going into a little bit too easy of a place to defend for the opposing goalie. This also happens with those shots up from the, the outer reaches of the zone and on one-timers as well. It, this team just they could use some work on shooting the puck accurately and um, getting to a particular spot. The game plan of like, hey, where do we attack on this goalie? And also, let's attack this goalie. So, again, it's easy to sit here and point at all this stuff considering that uh, the Wild just won again. They're 7-0-1 in their last eight games. They continue to really stymy teams defensively. And so I will say that with the lack of scoring, this team has done a good job of slowing people down on the other end. And, yes, you're getting really, really good goalie performances uh, to help out as well. But, like, you – it just you wonder if the other shoe is going to drop like we saw earlier in the season where yes you're only giving up one or two goals but you're not scoring any yourself we're we're now just to the other side of that coin with you're not giving up any goals and you're scoring just enough to come away with wins so i don't know we'll see uh we'll see what happens with the trade deadline tomorrow and then we're just going to We're just going to watch and and see how things play out because if those peripheral numbers stay the way they are, you'd like to believe that some goals are coming. And um, I mean, progress I guess is that compared to some of those other guys, particularly Marcus Foligno who have been with Matt Boldy and Jewel Erickson Eck, Marcus Johansson at least helped out offensively. So it's progress just get a few goals to go along with it. Um, note for tomorrow, we will have an episode a little later in the day uh, recapping everything that happens at the trade deadline. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Um, we'll kind of let that one, we'll let this postcast speak for itself. After uh, after the win, we'll have the episode in the afternoon. We're also going to have a preview with uh, Kevin Gorg previewing the two games against Calgary coming up. So a lot to get to tomorrow. It's just that the standard episode will probably be a little later. Want to allow the full opportunity to see if there are any other moves tomorrow and to react to them accordingly. So just keep an eye out for that. And uh, make sure that you're following along with Lockdown Wild all throughout the season as we guide you through and gear up for the push to the postseason down the stretch. You can follow us on YouTube and all of your favorite podcast platforms. Make sure that you do. We've got new content every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.